0: Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: I know it was important for you to get that first All-Star appearance two years ago. Is it still, would
2: it still be important for you? Is that something? Um... I mean, it's obviously, you know, you work hard to put yourself in a position to do that. So uh, it would be amazing. You know, I I love it. Um, Not necessarily for me, obviously it's great, but I love it to be able to experience it with my family, uh, to be able to, you know, experience it with my son, um, both of my sons, um, because they're the one that really make the true, my wife too, they're they're the people that really make the true sacrifice of uh, letting me dedicate myself to the game the way um, I've been able to do, um, you know, summers and, Night in, night out. Um, they're the one that's making the true sacrifices. So I love to be able to let them, uh, you know, enjoy it and you know see the rewards of it and stuff like that. So
1: that's why it's important. Okay, my favorite part of the show: updated stats. The Knicks are still tenth in offense. How you doing? Up to eighth, eighth in defense. They were 20 fucking sixth after the Mavs game. They're eighth. An eighth in net rating, 0.1 points per 100 possessions behind the Phoenix Suns for seventh. Wow. Top quarter of the league in net rating. Wish they would have I wish they would have held the 30 point lead cuz then they would have been probably tied with Phoenix. Oh well. Pretty good. Pretty good basketball team. It's great to say that and not feel like you're being ridiculous and over the top. It feels good to be able to sit here and say with a straight face, it's a good basketball team. Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? I was in, uh, good to see you as always. I was in full agreement with you on getting rid of Randall or getting Randall out of here. When it didn't look possible, I tried to keep a sliver of hope. Please pass me on that crow leg, John. Yeah, I'll have a. Uh, crow legs probably what are they probably crow legs are probably the size of like the leg of a Cornish game hen or something something I like, probably even smaller than that maybe like a frog's leg frog's legs are good I'm a big fan of frog's legs um, gotta be cooked well though I don't know how we got out on that Parish Duggar what's going on Parish sons shorthanded I guess but RJ and OB are out um yeah, RJ RJ being out um certainly helps. I, I man, again, the, the the lineup they look good with quickly in there. Um it's <sighs> this team is better when RJ Barrett is healthy, and this team is better when RJ Barrett plays thirty minutes a night, or or maybe even a little bit more. I, I do wonder about if there should be even more staggering going on than is currently. Um, or different staggering. You know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. But they need RJ. And Obi too. I'm looking forward to Obi getting back. S P Gorilla, thank you so much again for the other night and and for this very generous contribution, truly. Um, Damien here. It's so bittersweet. I love Obi, but if Julius Randle is playing like this, how do you keep Obi? Obi needs to spread his wings and fly. Trading Julius Randle would be senseless. Well, don't say it's senseless until you know the offer, right? But I, I get what you're saying. Uh, what do we do, John? Just continue to give Obi 17 minutes a night? I, I don't. So 17 minutes a night, that means. So Randle, from now until the end of the season, if he's playing like this. My guess is you are going to see him average 34 minutes a night, 35. So that's 13 or 14 for a week, give or take. So you're basically counting on another three or four minutes a game, you know, and plus he'll play more. And if there's blowouts one way or the other. So yeah, you might, you might get the average to 17. Okay. Um... Man, look—it's like anything else. Like, what's the? What are you getting for him if you trade him? What are you getting? Where's the trade? Who's? Where's the trade? Where's the team that wants to give you up? Give up a real thing, you know? Jeremy begrudgingly brought up the possibility—not that he was advocating for it, he was not advocating for it—but he brought up the possibility of a, a something centered around a Duarte swap with Indiana, where the Knicks would also be getting some kind of draft asset back from the Pacers. Like, on its face, it's certainly not ridiculous. Um, But this is a player who is still a year and a half away from restricted free agency. So I think the Knicks have the luxury of continuing to be somewhat greedy in terms of what they would ask for for Obi Toppin. And I'm not trying to push Obi Toppin out of town quite yet. Um, not until I see what happens this summer, at least, because who knows what this roster is going to look like next year. You know? So they got time. They got time. Thanks SB. Sorry if that was like a chicken a sh- chicken shit answer. um, best I got right now, though. Uh, Mo So, what's going on, Mo? Hey, KFS, first time Super Chat. Welcome aboard. Thank you for the contribution. Love having you. With Julius playing like an all-star, I doubt this front office trades him. With that being said, what are your thoughts on this trade? My goodness gracious, I'm reading minds here. Um, Obi for Duarte and the Cavs first round pick. Um. Oh! (laughs) Andrew's just reminding me the, the episode that we, we recorded last night in which Jeremy brings up the fake Duarte trade isn't airing until uh, until what tomorrow? I don't know. It hasn't aired yet. So oops, bad job by me. We got a free sneak preview. Sorry, Jeremy. Uh, yes, uh, tomorrow. Okay, so so stay tuned for that. So yeah, I mean I, I've already said it, so I'll I'll continue to spoil it a little bit. Jeremy talks about something of this of this nature. Again, on paper, it's not in. It's not insane, and and they have the Cavs first round pick, but they also have the Celtics first round pick. So there could be some creativity going in either direction, where it's like you know, do the Knicks try to hold out for, you know, we want the better of those two picks, or do the with the Pacers hold out for like, no, we're giving you the worst of the the worst of those two picks, or I suppose the worst of their the three picks because they have their own first round pick too. Um, yeah, I mean it's not. I mean on paper, it's it's not nuts. My 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 honest my honest thought though is like, I I don't. I'm not a, a thousand percent sure the Pacers would give Duarte and a first round pick to to get Obi. They would have to really love Obi Toppen, and they would have to really believe in Obi Toppen's ability to be a part of their future. Um, not that I think that that's nuts. I don't think that that's nuts at all. Um, but you never know. We'll see. Thanks, Mo. Dom the dentist. What's going on, Dom? Great to uh, great to hear from you. Uh, happy New Year, John. Random question: Who's your favorite celebrity Knicks fan? I think mine is. You said it. Mine is Ben Stiller, but I also really like Rob Perez. Um, Stiller is is certainly up there. Um, Steve Sherpa, big Sopranos guy. Um, I didn't, I've never watched, uh, I think he was on blue bloods, right? Never watched blue bloods, but I know he's on that show as well. Or one, some of those, one of those cop shows he was on. Um, but I will go, I'll go Ben Stiller just because from like, he seems like a cool dude. And like, from what I could tell about how he tweets about the Knicks, like he seems like he's a real, like quote unquote, real fan. I don't know I don't know that I have another I don't know that I have another one I know there's a lot of celebrity Nick fans I don't like, but I'm not gonna talk about them good question Dom appreciate that one Happy new year to you too um Sue, what's going on hush I really love beating the brakes off the suns uh that team just disgusts me. why do they disgust you that's a, i don't care for the Suns, but I, they don't disgust me. Mikal Bridges taunting our bench down 30 was just shameless. Undefeated in 2023. Yeah, Mikal is not. Um, he's a, you know. He's a good player. Not sure what he was doing there, but yeah, he's a good player. I wish Mikal Bridges was on the Knicks. I'll just say that. Um, By the way, this per Fred Katz. Tom Thibodeau said Derek Rose took a hit in the Houston game in the knee. And then it flared up before the game today, which is why Rose was ruled out. I do just want to say real quick, I like for as long as RJ is out, I like the look with Fournier getting those backup minutes over Rose. Um, I feel bad saying that, but like I think Fournier is just better, better fit, and he's he's a better player right now. It's wild. Um, Sean Ford, what's going on, Short? Happy New Year. Uh, John, great win. Hypothetically, Ob and Mitch for Miles Turner. Oh my goodness gracious! I know, but I feel like Miles would fit uh, with Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson like a glove. I, I've, you know, I've gone back and forth on Miles. Um, is hold on, I'm going to get back to this, Andrew. Um, I've gone back and forth on on Miles because like. In theory, Miles Turner is like, yeah, he's a perfect player for any team. He's the unicorn, right he's the he's the stretch five who really protects the rim. and yet, we're however many years into we we are for miles Turner's career, and it's like not it's not about are we sure he's good. he's good. he's a good player, but like, is he a guy that you want to be paying? Twenty plus million dollars a year, too, for the next however many years. I don't, I don't, and he's gonna, he's gonna get that money, like you know. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I, I would say no to that. That's not, you know. And and again, I've, I've, I have my issues with Mitch. I continue to have my issues with Mitch because he's like, it, because the game's like the Spurs game, where they really needed the best of Mitchell Robinson and he wasn't really there. Then again, the entire team wasn't really there. So like how much should I really blame Mitchell Robinson for that? Probably that's unfair. And by and large, with the exception of a handful of games this season, he has been consistent and he has been dominant and he has been worth his contract. And his contract pays him an average annual value of $15 million a year. Now is five or six or $7 million a year worth it. Not if you're getting an appreciably better player, but there are things that Mitch Robinson is just better at than Miles Turner. And so and I'm, I'm giving up. what are we topping too? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I probably say no. Uh, Boston, Nick, what's going on, Boston? Great to hear from you ever since Dolan went to get Julius Randall's autograph. It was hard to see him get traded. Eh, it's a good call. Juju might even get the H2O LJ or spree treatment in time. Well, He's so those guys. <laughs> Andrew, sorry, Andrew sent me a picture of you Jackman with a Knicks hat on. I don't consider like, is you is Jackman like at every game or almost every game? Is he tweeting about the Knicks? Does he really love the Knicks? If he is, then that's my answer. Anyway, shout out you Jackman. Um, so Alan Houston, Larry Johnson, LaTrell Sprewell all made the NBA Finals, they all had memorable. Very, 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 very memorable playoff moments. Um, I believe well no Houston was in my top ten Knicks ever. Spree, I I think I might have had I mean he was in the top fifteen. I think I might have had him outside the top twelve um when I did the list last year. And Larry Johnson I sure as hell hope I had Larry Johnson in the top twenty-five. I don't know that I had him in the top twenty, um, but I pretty sure I had him in the top twenty-five. I'll go. I'll go check that. Um, big-time Knicks, big-time Knicks in the history of the franchise. That said, Julius is moving up the ranks in terms of points. You know, rebounds. I mean, that's assists, games played, minutes played. Doesn't have the one important thing on his resume that you need to be an all-timer with this franchise. And you got to have some sort of playoff success. Now, what is that playoff success that's going to get him into that? I know I know that's not what you're referring to. You're referring to just kind of like being back in the good graces after maybe there was an issue, or at least there wasn't Spree's case. But, um, you know, like a, a guy the franchise leans on long past their retirement to be like a representative of the team. I get that's what you're going for. <sighs> I don't know. All the guys that play that role, they had really big playoff moments. They do. All of them. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It's a good one. I'm going to think about that one, Boston. Thanks. Again, that's 212-366-6100, or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. Rowan Beckford Sr. What's going on, Rowan? Hey, John. Fournier's defense with some, some big big wide eye emojis. Um, I said it a lot over the course of the time that he's here. I think if he's your worst defender on the floor and you surround him with good defenders, you'll be able to survive those minutes and he won't kill you. That was not the case earlier this year, but then again, he wasn't surrounded by good defenders earlier this year because you had Randall playing like he was, you had RJ playing like he was, you had Brunson playing not so great on defense. So like, you know, it was not an ideal situation. Now, if you surround Evan Fournier with a Deuce McBride and an Emmanuel quickly, and you know, I don't know about Isaiah Hardenstein, but like Jericho Sims can hold his own, like that's a more feasible situation for him. Um, I, I I bet he still gets traded. I bet they find a bet they find a taker for him. Call it a gut feeling. But he looked good today. Uh 55 Randall is going nowhere. Hashtag All-Star KFS are champs. Oh, thank you. I agree. I don't think Randall's going anywhere either. Rowan Beckford Sr. with another one. John, autocorrect. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> That's all good, man. Thank you so much, Rowan. Appreciate you always chiming in and contributing to these things. It means a lot. Robert Cross, he's back. Um, I got wrapped up with some some doing Double duty. That's why I think I mixed your last few DMs. Um, good to have you back. Let's see what we got. First time a long time, John. Are we still looking to trade Emmanuel quickly? I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag 53 wins. You know the answer to that, man. You know the answer to that. As I'm staring up at um, whatever's on, I don't know what this program, the better half uh, or the better half hour is on MSG right now. Um, looking at MV, NBA MVP odds. Um, five guys plus 1,200 or better. What a race this is going to be. Uh, maybe Emmanuel quickly still has time to get in the MVP race, Robert. You never know. No, they're not. They're not going to trade him. I'd be, I'd be very surprised if they did. I'll say that. Jason Feldman, what's going on, Jason? John, is the Deuce loose? I'll hang up and listen. I know Deuce made at least one three today. Um, I don't think he made a second. Uh. Of course, I lost my box score. Um, I, so the the, the biggest... Not, maybe not the biggest question mark for me between now and the, the trade deadline, um, but it's right up there. Uh, Deuce was one of two. He took two threes, he made one. Okay. Those are the only shots he took. A big question for me is if they get an opportunity to upgrade the roster... With a very, very clear, like, this guy is going to make us better sort of player. Like something akin to the Derrick Rose trade from two years ago. If they get the opportunity to make such an upgrade, and it doesn't cost them an asset that they really mind giving up, and maybe they even unload some salary in the deal. Do they make the deal if it means that Deuce is essentially out of the rotation? and? I think it's a very, very interesting question for where this organization is at right now. Um, you could argue that it is the smart move, that it's the right move. And you could argue that for where they're at, it, was, it would be absolutely the wrong move. I, I think it kind of depends on your personal viewpoint of like, is there ever a time... To, to make a win now upgrade at the expense of a young players and a young interesting players playing time. And I do think Deuce is still a young interesting player. Like okay, I know his offense is in rough shape right now, but the dude brings an a plus NBA skill and that's point of attack defense. He's a little small, but still no, I think there's I think there's an argument that you don't you know, you don't do that if you're not a contender and the Knicks are not a contender you don't do that, but we'll see thanks Jason. Andrew, with another one, Uh, at what point do we decide between Randall and Obi? A lot of Randall-Obi stuff today, man. um, Not right now. I don't think you have to do it this season. Wait till the summer. A lot of trades get made. A lot of possibilities open up in the summer. Who knows? Like, Let's say Obi's out through the trade deadline, and I have a funny feeling he will be. If he's out through the trade deadline, like, And he comes back and he looks good for you. And he has a nice end to the year, even if it's only in 15 or 16 or 17 minutes a game, then that's another chip, at the very least for the summer ahead. Or who knows, maybe you wind up trading Randall for superstar X this summer and you're left with a hole at the starting power forward spot. Maybe that happens like lots of shit happens. So don't rush it unless the deal is the right deal for you. Um, Thanks. Hushu with another one. Not moved on Randall. Glad he's getting his value back up, but the month and a half of good play doesn't move me. Um, Do this until April in the playoffs and then um, hashtag trade 30. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's still some people out there like that. I'm enjoying it. I'm embracing it. Um, I I do think you have to like this isn't Cam Reddish having a, a you know a two or three week stretch where like oh Cam Reddish Cam Reddish looks like an NBA player Cam Reddish looks like he could be a contributing wing to a, a good team. No, no this this is this is Julius Randle. I mean j- Jesus the the last few weeks I'm talking about playing at an all NBA level. So this is really good basketball he's playing. So you know did. D- I'm not saying don't dismiss it as far as like whether it's going to be sustainable for the next year or two years or three years, but don't be so quick to, to poo poo what is happening in front of our eyes right now. That's all I'll say. Thanks, hush. James Pascal. What's going on, man? Um, crazy to see how, even after the way he's been playing, that fans still want to trade Julius. Perfect timing for this comment and not just enjoy and love how great he's been so far this season, especially during this month long stretch. Um, I do want to pull up, and i'll i'll I should be able to successfully uh filibuster um the comments as I pull up what i wanna pull up, but like Julius Randall, as far as you know league wide advanced stats and stuff, I've cited them a couple times, I think in the newsletter over the last month um I may have mentioned them on on one or two of these uh post games. Really, 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 really impressive company. So right now, uh, just to give you the three that Basketball Reference uses. See, I filibustered. Um, wind shares, Julius Randle. And this is before today's game. 13th in wind shares, according to Basketball Reference. Um, and... That is uh, a combination of offensive wind shares and defensive wind shares. He is fifteenth in offensive wind shares, sixteenth in defensive wind shares. So, if you want to question that metric a little bit, that anything that says that you know Julius Randle is the sixteenth best defensive anything, that's fair. That said, wind shares is a statistic that like is used and is is considered a lot and is trusted. Not perfect. Demontis Sabonis is third in wind shares. But like the other names on that list Luca, Jokic, Durant, Halliburton, Tatum, SGA, Anthony Davis, Lori Markinen, Embiid, Donovan Mitchell, DeMar DeRozan. Those are the guys that are ahead of Julius Randle. It's an impressive list. Um box plus minus, Julius Randle is 20th in box plus minus. All the guys ahead of him are either like regular all stars or they're gonna be all stars this year. Um literally everyone ahead of him is going to be an all-star this year. That's a good statistic. And then value over replacement player, um, Julius Randle, also 13th in the entire league. So two advanced stats, he's 13th and one advanced stat, he's 20th. There are 24 players that make the all-star team, 12 from each conference. The only Eastern conference players who have a higher value over replacement player than Julius Randle are Tyrese Halliburton, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum. That's it. He's ahead of guys like Jimmy Butler, Pascal Siakam, um, and any other names that you want to think of. It's impressive stuff from Julius. Parish Duggar. We still have upside with Fournier and Obi to draw from. So you, Parish wants to make the trade. Okay. Or maybe he wants to keep them and factor them into the rotation i don't know i i that's a fascinating question do they ever go back to a 10 man rotation i think the answer is a pretty easy no i think tibbs has shown throughout the year throughout the years that he likes a nine man i think he's justified in liking a nine man i think most coaches like a nine man um or less you know um but you know, at least Fournier is reminding you we could play valuable minutes for an NBA team that's trying to win games. You know, so that's good. Thanks, Parrish. Vas Kalo. First time, long time. Thanks for joining. Beating the teams we need to beat. Knicks Nation, chill out. This is a 500 uh, ball. This this is 500 ball. Oh, okay. Um, hashtag 53 wins. Again, like, I know there are only two games over. Those advanced numbers... Speak, speak loudly to me. That's all I'll say. It's a good team. They're better than a 500 team. Ahmad Khalil, what's going on, Ahmad? On Julius, we just need to gloat a, just need to gloat a bit. I told you so. Good job by you. It would be crazy to trade him. Sign Kyrie in the offseason and we're a legit contender. Oh, my God. Lord, help me. Ugh. I will politely say thanks. But no, thanks. Um, also, they're not going to have any cap space this summer. So <laughs> sorry, you're not getting that wish. Uh, good job on Julius, though. Uh, equals peace. Thank you for the generous contribution. This is absolutely the time to sell high on Randall. OK, seeing him get down after the foul call towards the end of the second and uh, and fire up four consecutive bad shots is the stuff that will kill you when it matters. I, I'm i not going to kill this comment because the the questions about how he is going to react under pressure in high intensity situations against really good teams, how he is going to respond to adversity in those situations is absolutely valid. Him getting down after a foul call, like him he's just a demonstrative guy and he gets in his feelings and he allows his, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. I think it's okay to do that if you don't let it fester in and, and come out in, your, in, in how you're playing, um, I think he's gotten better at that this year. And maybe there's still room to improve. At the end of the day, do I think if this Knicks become a contender, will they end up trading Julius Randle? Yes, I do. I'm not thinking about it right now. I'm not looking to trade him right now. I'm looking to just continue enjoying this season for what it is because I don't think they're getting the trade that would make them think about it. So it's a moot point. All right. But thank you for the comment and the contribution. Uh Soggy Buns. Okay. It's great. <laughs> soggy Buns 65. I think Randall's future depends on next year. I mean if he's here, you know, like we'll see. If he has another clunker in 23, 24, like 21, 22 then not knowing what you have year in and year out for one of your core pieces is very dicey. The pushback on that is with Brunson because there is a absolutely valid sentiment. If anybody has it, that goes like this, this was a guy who was in a great situation and we saw what he was in when he was in a great situation, when the offense ran through him and he had a clear headspace and the whole thing. And then we saw the absolute worst of him when everything went wrong and it was a, he started the year off with a bad mentality and maybe there was some stuff going on behind the scenes off the court that we don't know for sure, but whatever. This is what he is when he has a real point guard next to him or just a co-pilot. And there's no reason to believe that this is going to stop as long as he has that co-pilot. And from that perspective, I don't, you know, you could, that, that said, like, Again, a lot of things are going to happen. They're going to, be in the, they're going to continue to be in the market for a star player, a real star, like a superstar player. Who knows who goes out in that trade? Thanks, Soggy Bones. Robert Cross with another one. First time, long time, John. Do you see Obi re-emerging strong later this year? His future seems very much up in the air. Hashtag 53 wins. I don't know. I mean, it was so great seeing him make threes early in the year. And then when he started missing threes and he was like a zero, like a non-entity on the court when his three stopped falling, you were reminded like, oh yeah, this is a player the Knicks are wildly misusing. And part of that's the roster. And part of that's the plays that they do or don't call for him. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I hope so. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I have my doubts, but I also have faith and hope. Requiem Gaming with another one. Thank you, Alex. If Tibbs can play Sims at the 4, why not Obi at the 3? Again, that gets us back to like a 10-minute rotation, right? Um, I I don't think you're going to see it. Not crazy. Not crazy. Don't think you're going to see it. (laughs) Would be surprised. Um, And you could also argue that Sims
0: is better defending the perimeter than Obi.
1: My son and I were shocked. Randall has really won over the fans, including myself. Good for him. Is Grimes getting better as a passer, or is it just me? It is not just you at all. Good excuse to um, pull up another stat that I very much enjoy pulling up, which is Quentin Grimes' um, passing numbers, which you have to judge not on assists per game, and actually, even assists per 36 minutes are not like the best thing to judge anybody at it as a passer by. That said, he was at 2 assists per 36 minutes last season, he's at 2.6 assists per 36 minutes this season. So like doesn't sound like a big jump, but it is a jump of like you know, 30%. So that's something. Um, that's pretty good. I think he just makes the right play and he makes the next play and that's what's important. Um, and also the team's the team is just performing much better on offense especially and defense when he's on the court. So that's a good sign. Thanks, Andy. Uh, Gee Hooper, then. What's going on, Gee Hooper? Here's an angle. This has been floated before, and I don't think it's nuts. Do you think not having Obi around kind of is making things more difficult in terms of the fan noise and such and the narrative surrounding that um, that it lets Randall play loose? So basically, is Obi not being here making Randall is it easier for him to play kind of free and easy? For me to be like, absolutely not, that's a preposterous theory. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. We this is a a guy who has not always been the most emotionally stable basketball player. And to just know that like He's not good. the guy behind him isn't going to be. He's not hearing a chance for the guy behind him to come in the game. I don't know. I don't know. I. I guess we'll get our answer when Obi comes back, right? <laughs> um, we'll see. Thanks, We Appreciate that. Um, always generous with your. Comments and contributions. Dom Cappuccini with another one. Is it safe to say that a three game losing streak might be the longest losing streak the rest of the season and it won't be often? Hashtag we back. Um, No, I never like to do that because like injuries and like crazy shit happens. Like, I, you know, I do. I think that they will be at least a 500 team for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think that. Um, barring an important a, a injury. Um, but, I mean, just uh, one game at a time, as Thibodeau says, one game at a time. Keep going out, keep executing. That's all they're doing. If the wins come, great. If you don't, okay. You played well. You, you executed. And you followed the game plan. That's what matters. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate that. Uh, Jessica, with one more. Nothing else explains the Brunson, I heart Sims, Deuce, Fournier lineup. Hashtag stoner tibbs. Hashtag 53 gummies. Hashtag blazed Tibbs. Hashtag high with Randall. That was a good string of hash marks. Um... <laughs> shout out to us and Fred Katz for suggesting this weeks ago. What that Andrew, you got to come on for this one. <laughs> what the top tip it was high. Well, no, because I texted this a while ago.
3: Um, We suggested that well, more from Fred that Julius is playing like this because no one's yelling for his backup anymore.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought yeah, that's all. Re- referencing this. Yeah, that's all. Um, we're almost done, by the way. So so stick around. Is Tibbs high? No, I don't think Tibbs is high. Look, I, I think he's making the best of the situation. He feels comfortable. He feels more comfortable with the double big lineup than he does anything else with Obi out. And the rest of it is... I mean, I, I don't have an issue with Brunson, Deuce, and, and Fournier together. I, I kind of... It's fine. I think it's okay. He may be getting high up. As, a, as an aside, but yeah.
3: What would Tibbs High even look like or I sound like? I don't know. I know I'm not someone who partakes, so I Hey, 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 hey. So it's Fat Albert is where I went. I was there. about to say <laughs> I was gonna I was doing the last line of next episode. <laughs> um it came out as Fat Albert.
2: Um, smoke every day.
3: Are we allowed to say that on YouTube? I don't well, We said sure. it, so oh well. We said it. There we go. Thank you,
1: Jessica. Hold on and two more okay mythic monty what's going on mythic monty i don't think trading obi is a good idea unless they upgrade the backup power forward spot the two center lineup does not have a good net rating or spacing it doesn't have a good net rating um that's true i look that it's i don't want to talk about the two big lineup it's not something that is a long term thing so like Yes. If you trade Obi Toppin, you got to get a guy back who you feel comfortable putting at the four. And it seems like the Carmelo Anthony ship never got off out of the dock. It seems like the Carmelo Anthony ship might be like dry docked. I think it's like in the thing that they keep the boats where it's not even in the water. Uh, What was it? Bondi asked Chris Paul
3: about Carmelo. Really? Yeah. So I have it here. From Steph Bondi. Ask Chris Paul if he's surprised Carmelo Anthony hasn't signed with an NBA team. Um, and the quote is somebody somebody of that caliber with that ability, with the heart that he has, and the stuff he's done for the game, he should be able to walk off the court when he's ready.
1: Interesting. So why doesn't he go petition for his front office to sign him? So
3: I gotta be honest, that's my answer. I'm not a hundred percent sure Mello wants to play. Like I'm sure if he, oh. like we we saw the media tour when he went on first take and like wrote a book and it was like, hey, I'd like to play again, you know. And I think he would play under the right circumstances. Right. So like if the Nets, which I gotta be honest, I think the Nets, if they were to come calling, he'd sign in a heartbeat because that's a path to playoff minutes.
1: It's path to a <laughs> ring potentially. Can I be honest with you? You know I'm not a mellow, uh, as big a mellow guy as most. That would hurt my soul. It would. Me
3: too. But I'm trying to take my soul out of it and try to think of options here. Um, the point being that, I, I don't know, I follow him on Instagram. He's like at all of uh, Kean's games. Like His son is like a basketball prospect at this point. His son played against uh, Bronny James a couple weeks ago in one of those, those mm. leagues. And that's like that, that's Like the joy of being a dad is getting to watch your kids like play sports at times, especially at the age that they're playing. So maybe, like, that's why a lot of people are trying to make sense why why LeBron and like what the Lakers are going to do and like would he leave? Wait, why did he sign the extensions? Like, I think he just, he's at that point in his life where he (laughs) wants to be close to his kids. Like, I think that's the point.
1: Yeah. But he also
3: made the comments recently about like, I'm not, you know, I'm. I'm, Well, that is is where I think you tried to put pressure on the front office. But I think, think? he signed the extension to be like, I want to at least be here until, you know, Bronny graduates high school. So no.
1: we'll find see. out. Thanks, Mythic. Yeah, that's a good, but that's a good call. They need, they would need a replacement, and which further is like, they're not trading Obi Toppin this year. Uh, Sam Garcia's dad. What's going on to Sam Garcia's dad and the whole Garcia family? Sorry to have been AWOL from KFS recently. You don't need to apologize for that. come in and go with you, please. You don't have to take off your shoes. Uh, But the entire Garcia fam wants to wish you GMAC and the rest of the KFS crew a happy new year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to do the same and I
3: I'm, I'm looking at the hat. Okay. Yes, I am correct. So I also, well, no, those are Nick's hats. Never mind. Now that I'm zooming in, Sam goes to Ohio state who suffered one of the more devastating, Oh, I know that yeah. in the college football playoff you know the other day where they blew a late lead against Georgia and the kick that would have won the game and sent Ohio State to the national championship, championship game next Monday. Not only did it land so far wide left that it like didn't have a chance, but it happened as the clock stroked midnight. So the greatest joke ever is that that ball was kicked so far it landed in 2023.
1: That's, yeah, that's pretty funny.
3: So I know I meant this as, as empathy and as an apology to, to you, but that joke is great, but I know bad sports heartbreak than as much as anybody. So apologies to the Garcia, the Garcia clan. And, uh, obviously to Sam,
1: you're, what happened? You're full, you're full Beningo,
3: right? Mm, Yes. Full Beningo, but I, I not as entertaining with my rants, but I, it's because I try to think rationally at times. Yeah, you would no. like Rex Ryan to be the Jets head coach next year. Does he really want that? So his order is Sean Payton, which like that's rational to be honest. If you can get Sean Payton, get Sean Payton within reason. And then if Sean Payton doesn't want to come here, get Rex Ryan.
1: I thought we all I thought everybody liked the coach.
3: I I did, and then they went one in six after the bye. But yeah, but that's because the quarterback play. And who do, how much we put that on the coach? Now, my thing is like the only time we've seen Sean Payton successful is when he had Drew Brees playing quarterback. So here's the other pipe dream that's out there is that wherever Sean Payton ends up next year, Tom Brady will go with him. Tom Brady's kids uh, currently live in New York. Oh, interesting. So what, what, interesting. what more for drama than Brady going back to Belichick's division to end his Could career and be the Jets head coach? Freaking- <laughs> Just be
1: the Jets quarterback. <laughs> Could you freaking
3: imagine? I don't know how to internalize rooting for Tom Brady for a football season. Happy birthday, Andrew. Okay. Yeah. Literally Uh, us. My quarterback would have my birthday again because Zach Wilson's got the same birthday. One. Oh, my God. Yeah. Zach Wilson, Tom Brady, and me. We
1: all were born on August 3rd. It's quite the love triangle. Equals peace. Thank you again for this contribution. Let's say the Knicks trade Obi. He balls in Indy and then we make the playoffs and Randall implodes again. That's an LOL Knicks special right there. Rose wouldn't survive that in my opinion. Um, I would say that if the Knicks make the playoffs, there is they could lose every playoff game by A hundred and Leon Rose is not going anywhere. If he brings James Dolan's basketball team to the playoffs two out of three years, when they have made the playoffs four, four in the previous. See if I get my dates right. Four in the previous twenty, the three mellow years, and then Marbury. Yep. Is that over a twenty-year span? Yeah, because they made it in two thousand one. They made it. Then lost to the Raptors. Two, two, no, I'm off by it. So, so four and 18, right? Because it starts at 02. They uh, did get yeah. so maybe yeah. four and 19, actually. Four and 19. Um, no, four and 18. I think I was right. Um, whatever. If he makes it twice in three years, it's without a superstar player. Um, he ain't going anywhere. Um, and that's like, don't, don't like. I, <sighs> The LOL Nick stuff is like that's gonna happen if it happens. Make 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 good trades for you, and you know how I could tell they don't care about reactions. They didn't ultimately like they they played the Donovan Mitchell thing like they played it. Yeah, I think if nothing else, and God knows I've been critical of them for how they how that way that was executed towards the end. But if nothing else, they did not care about the reactions. So what I will say is, look at the
3: perceived shit show that Atlanta has become a team that traded a lot of assets to kind of go all in on this roster and they have a worse record than the Knicks. Yeah. Um that that would be LOL Knicks. So that is a direction that if the Knicks had gone all in on Donovan Mitchell yeah. and were 20 and 19, it'd be different. Yep. They're they're mid, but they have their assets which no it's their, their... What you want. also Like, I do, I emphasize with the rest of the comment. Like, if OB pops over in Indiana next to Halliburton, then that's a thing and we have to deal with it and be like, man, why couldn't that have happened here? I will also say, I tend to think that the Randall thing is a little more sustainable because of two words Jalen Brunson. So.
1: Look, we don't need to have this conversation right now. Like, Obi's no, hurt. Like They're not the trading him, but also
3: make the playoffs, and we'll we'll yeah. let that
1: world make, play out. Yeah, make the playoffs and actually maybe show up this time. All right. Yeah. Um. Any other super chats? That is it. We can talk. Okay. Off. Awesome. Um. Thank you, everybody. Uh. This was great. Appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to like this video as well as if you have not already done so, subscribe to this channel. And of course, follow Nick Film School on all of your social media platforms. Platforms at Nick Film School. That's S K O O L. Um. Let's make it three in a row on Wednesday night. We'll uh, see you then. In the meantime, pod dropping with Jeremy, the whole thing. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.